Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Like, welcome to all of the above. And I know Mr. Benny is busy, busy, busy right now as he is getting our uh, fabulous guest on here, Michaela Catherine Jones, going to be joining us in a minute. For those of you that are wondering what today's show is about, well, here's what it's about. It's about the Book of Light, 365 ways to bring light into your life. Uh, I could tell you one of them right now, probably not in the book, is uh, you probably don't want to be watching too much of the news. Just saying. That might be something that's maybe not in the book. I don't know if it is right now. We're going to talk about it. But I'm just saying, if you're watching any of what um, like my friends seem to be plugged into watching, um, they are just in awe. Now, here's what I want to say. I think those of us that are a little bit older, that we come from a generation, just just talking about our little generation for a minute, we come from a generation where the the news and the the events of our day were so insane. I'm just saying they were so insane that whatever you think is going on today that is close to insanity uh, just want to say, uh, boy, I'll tell you, lessons we learned on how to handle almost anything, almost anything that you can imagine that would show up in the political arena, uh, we learned in the 70s. Absolutely. By far, I do believe that the 70s, are, uh, early 70s, I must say, uh, right before, like, Donna Summer did her thing with the disco thing. I'm just saying that era in time started in 69 for me, the Woodstock, right? That era in time, I'm just saying that if you were conscious and aware during that time, you had to figure out how to bring some light into your life somehow. Now, most of us, we had to figure it out without the use of hallucinogenics. And, and I'm, that's like a whole nother show. But how do you move from generational times, times of your life, whatever the era is? You know, my friends talked to me about the 80s. And, you know, I remember uh, folks telling me, and I was part of this as well, living in New York and on the East Coast. The idea of having such a horrific disease like AIDS show up on uh, our radar and watch friends, family, communities just pass away 
without any recognition whatsoever that that existed. Um, these are the days and times when, when we look back at them, we ask ourselves, what is it that we learned from all of that? What is it we gleaned out of all of that that is enabling us today to show up conscious conversations and still and still want to shine the light in the world? But that's what today's show is about. You know, it's when I think about, you, you know, Michaela, who's writing a, wrote a book, The Book of Light. What are the things that we can do despite what you may think is going on in the world right now, despite all of that, all, all of the above, everything, there are things we can do. We don't have to become the thing on the news. Uh, Michaela, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's such a delight to be here. Good to have you. So, yes. you know, I think every generation has got a thing. Uh, my friends, though, tell me that there was not much of a thing in the 90s. So they say, you know, they say that the, the, that the 90s, that was the time of growth and emotional change. Uh, I don't know. I can only relate to points in time in my life and to the present. I want to ask you this question. Why is it so important now, as you say right here in your description, stressed out by life? <laughs> why, is it, why is it so important for us to have these daily reminders? Well, I think it's so important. That's, that's a great question because, you know, there is so much stress. And like you said, every generation has its series of stressors. A lot of it is mm -hmm. our perception and how we experience things. But mm -hmm. No doubt it would be um, difficult for, I think, for a lot of people to come up with things that seem a little bit crazier than are going on right now. I mean, it just seems like there's so much craziness going on mm -hmm. in the world. And it's like the energies have ramped up. And think because of the internet and our easy access to all of this information, it's that much easier for us to get stressed out by life. And mm -hmm. it's my opinion, and I'm sure probably there's a lot of other um, spiritual beliefs out there that, you know, when we're stressed out, we can't actually make a contribution to the world. We can, but not from our, our most empowered self. No. So I'm all about empowering people to live from their most empowered self. Mm -hmm. um, for me, you know, the feeling of that coming from my eternal self, from my soul light, if you will, and for people remembering that about themselves is very empowering. And so it's not just about, about what's happening right now. It's about using practices to overcome all of the stresses that we're bombarded with daily. And, you know, for me, it's like when there's so much craziness going on in the world and we start to ask ourselves these questions, well, why are we here and what's the purpose of life? And for me, when I when I sit in meditation and ask my my angel guides, it's it's really about us each doing here, making our contribution, sharing our gifts, living from our love, acting with compassion, living with as much compassion as we can, while at the same time having good boundaries. And that is that is a can be a lifetime journey, right? Finding mm -hmm. out what it is, what it is that you love, what lights you up, what you want to contribute to the world, um, and then having tools to go about doing that, while also having good boundaries and living with compassion with people. So I think this kind of a book is really probably transcends any particular uh, generational mm -hmm. because I think 
you know, probably in the next generation, they're going to have just as much <laughs> crazy <laughs> stuff as we have right now. I hate to say it, but you never know, right? Oh, we yeah. And also transform and create uh, new paradigms. So that's also part of my intention yeah. is that my work will help do that for people. Well, I mean, your work, what, what your work does is exactly what you say on your website. And that is like, you're here to help people be their best selves. Yes. That's what you're telling us. And that's why I'm here too. I mean, that's, yes. I don't know. I don't even know how I got that thing calling right there. Um, <laughs> but obviously that's what you and I are here to do. Yes. Now we do it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what I love about this? I, I've learned something in about in 15 years I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see a book like this, it's just so absolutely brilliant, so relevant. I always want to know, okay, listen, Listen, Michaela, for you, what challenges, what obstacles did you have to overcome to bring you to this moment to be talking about the book of life? Yes. And, you know, it's funny when I meet people, Dr. Pat, a lot of times they have this idea that I've lived some kind of Pollyanna life and, oh, well, she's just been really blessed or she's just lived some kind of charmed life or she's always so positive. Like, like how, how is it? Like, she's just somehow got lucky. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm delighted to do uh, talks with you is that, you know, people, so that people can get to know me better in the sense of um, knowing that, no, this actually does not, I didn't just channel it. Yes, I did sit in meditation every day and ask, how can we live with more light in our lives? Definitely, that's a huge part of it. However, really, this book came out of my own childhood, my own living experiences of living in what you might call, you know, it's easy to throw these label on things, but more mm-hmm. challenging, more more dark times, if you will. So, for example, I was um, molested by my father, like a lot, a lot, a lot of people were finding out now in these times, yeah. right? And yeah. so, um, from about the ages of about two to about five or six, when my cousin came to live with us, and then at that time, his attention shifted to her. And that kind of was a blessing and raised a whole other set of challenges and kind of negative belief systems that I took on at that time. So I took on a lot of negative belief systems from my childhood, from uh, my father, and he was he was very controlling. And really, I just kind of grew up with this idea that I had to live my life exactly how he said. And so that overcoming those challenges which a lot of these ways in the book are the ways that helped me overcome those. Of course, working with a therapist, I'm not saying read this book of light and you're going to, you know, instead of going to therapy, no, definitely you want to work out your issues with a trained therapist or a coach, somebody who is very skilled in these matters. But these ways, these energetic practices helped me to overcome those ways of perceiving myself and of how I act in the world in terms of going after my dreams. So for a long time, I didn't even think I had the right to have any dreams, right? It was Mm -hmm. just whatever my father's dreams were for me. So, um, so there, so that was a big deal. And then I think another kind of pivotal moment in my life, which was really a blessing, which was really a, a challenge and a grace at the time was when I was 18 years old and I had dreams of being both a writer and a dancer. Those were always my two big passions. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told that I had a, a, a mole removed from my knee 
And it came back from the lab that I had cancer, that it had spread to all of my lymph nodes. And that I was going, not all of my lymph nodes, excuse me, to the lymph nodes in my leg. And so they're going to have to remove my leg. Where for somebody who's 18 years old, and I was doing lots of dancing and tons of dance classes and performing at that time, to hear that I couldn't be a dancer was a huge, and I was going to have one leg, <laughs> was a huge um, kind of wake-up call for me in starting to ask some of those questions that I mentioned earlier. Why are we here? What is the purpose? And kind of get into getting into that deeper part of myself. And so, you know, I felt at that time very strongly that, you know, I am here to, to write, to help people um, still experience joy, no matter what kind of challenges they're facing. I feel it's so important for us to experience moments of what I call delight, but you could call it joy if you like, every day, because that is going to energize us. It gets us in touch with our heart so that we're living from our heart. We're living more authentically. And it frankly just juices us up, speaking in current times, mm-hmm. of being able to withstand all of the stressors of life. So when I was 18 years old, um, and then interestingly, you're not going to believe this, Dr. Pat, a week later. So for a week, I thought I was going to, getting ready to go into surgery and have my leg removed. Wow. And a week later, they came back and they told me that they'd mixed up the test results with somebody <laughs> else. Uh-huh. And that I was fine and that the mole on my knee was nothing. And I tell you, that did a number on me too, because I really became very filled with a sense of responsibility. Like whoever was the person who was going to have their leg removed, I wanted to make sure that I was doing as much with my life as I could, you know, with two legs empowered and having that freedom. Um, and so that's essentially what I've done. Well, I mean, I, the reason I asked that question, and it, because it's an opening. I mean, my nickname uh, when I started to do this show was Pollyanna Patty. <laughs> I, right? Right? Uh, you know, Pollyanna Patty. And what, what happens with that is, you know, the people uh, around you, the close pe- people close to you, they know a bit more about you. Um, but they don't know everything about you. And, you know, and when I first started this, I really kept my my life pretty private. But once I got to the point where I saw that my illness, some of the things I went through at a young age were so relatable to our fabulous audience. Right. Mm -hmm. Which mostly women, the invisible women are. Uh, up until we started to do this, women were the invisible audience of talk radio. Now we know that moms over 35, they have the market on digital media. All the studies show that. But here we are in this world and we stop and we say, you know, there are people like us. And the fact that you wrote a book, The Book of Light, is so that you can help the rest of us remember that that's what we are. That yes, that is truly exactly. what we are, mm-hmm. and, and and exactly, and that that is what it is. We all we all know this stuff. It's it's important to have reminders though to remind each other, mm-hmm. to remind each other that you know I see you. You're beautiful. You have a beautiful gift to give. Um, you know that is your divine birthright to share that. You know, so please do. And so I kind of like to think of myself as as a spiritual cheerleader of the universe. I have so many interests between writing and creative writing and uh, sound healing and performing sound healing baths 
that I don't have time to be a coach or a therapist or something like that, but there are plenty of well, really well-qualified people out there. The Book of Light is the 365 inspirations, practices that help me overcome challenging times. And then frankly, have also helped me, you know, thrive like you, you know, like your tagline of helping people thrive and be them best selves. So this is sort of my gift. Um, and it came to me in meditation, interestingly. Um, so some people don't know this. The So I originally got the idea for the book of light didn't, it, it's not like I was sitting around thinking, um, actually I wasn't even living in, right now I live in Portland, Oregon, which as mm-hmm. you know, in Seattle, we have a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally very low lit days. Um, but I was actually uh. living in Los Angeles at the time, plenty, plenty of, plenty of light. And I was meditating in an outdoor mineral pool. And, uh, in fact, at the time I was working on a screenplay and I just finished a draft of a screenplay, taking a little pause and went down with a friend of mine and we were um, at this spa and sitting in these outdoor mineral pools. And um, literally I saw a flash before my mind's eye, the little book of light. And I was like, the little book of light, oh my gosh, how sweet. And so long story short, you know, I I went to, it was um, Borders bookstore at the time down in Santa Monica. And uh, it turned out, you know, I was like, do you have a book called the little book of light? Nope. And right, I said, it's a hundred ways to bring light into your life. And the hairs on the back of my neck raised. And mm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to write this book. Like I'm supposed to write this book. So um, it, it, you know, I think when we are open of wanting to be of service and wanting to use our gifts, you know, these things are going to come to us in different ways that we expected. I mean, originally I just wanted to be a screenwriter and, oh, you know, write inspiring films, but I didn't really have any intention of writing little inspirational books. And then this came to me. And over the next five years, I ended up self-publishing it and selling over 15,000. And then I got an agent and got it traditionally published back in 2012. And then a crazy thing happened, Dr. Pat. Well, also, it's interesting. You and I have had very similar experiences. And it kind of makes me wonder if this is part of the process (laughs) right? Of living our awakened life. Because I had had a certain amount of success with Mm -hmm. the first book, The Little Book of Light, when I became, I I hurt my neck. I had a horrible accident and hurt my neck. And 90% of my spinal column was blocked. And um, the doctors told me that if I fell down, I would, I would like, I would die. Like they were that I was so feeble, something, you know, that my neck, the spinal column there was so blocked up that, that I would die. And I chose to heal it holistically. They wanted to do neck fusion surgery. Um, but because I was familiar with chiropractic and knew a lot of people who'd had neck fusion surgery, and I know it helps a lot of people. So kudos to them, but I had just heard too many horror stories that I chose to heal it holistically. But what that did for me, like you, when you got sick, is that it really, I had to go and really look at those deeper le- deeper layers. Like, where am I not taking care of myself? Where, especially the neck being, you know, around your throat chakra and the voice, where am I not speaking my truth? Where am I not mm-hmm. uh, holding good boundaries and speaking up for myself? So it had to, I had to take it to that next level. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but one of the things that we look at, you and I both, you know, when we look at our our challenges, you know, my uh, abusive experience started in a Catholic boarding school at age six. Mm. Um, You know, when we look at the things in our life 
You know, by the time I was 17, I was homeless. Oh my God, what a hot mess, right? Um, So we're not, we look at ourselves and we think, why me? Everybody out there asks the why me question at Mm -hmm. some point in times in their lives. Most of us ask why me because we don't think we're worthy. Mm -hmm. We don't think we're worthy of something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you're telling us in the book, and we're going to go over a few of these in a minute, is that every day there's something we can do, right? And yeah. do it in a way, sorry, do it in a way that enables us, enables us, all of us, to be at a place where we can smile for 60 seconds. Isn't that one of the things in... in um, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, as you were saying about not being deserving and not feeling not feeling worthy, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe that the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, gives each of us, each of us as souls as we incarnate into the physical realm, as many challenges or as many graces as we have challenges. So, you know, as we can look at our lives and look at all of the the, the traumas and the obstacles that we've mm-hmm. overcome, or the thing, and you know, why me, why me? And at the same mm-hmm. time, if we take a you know real close look at our lives, either there have been just as many huge gifts and blessings that we've been graced with, and or those challenges and those obstacles that we've overcome mm-hmm. have helped us, you know, grow these muscles of becoming the kind of people that we want to be, in the sense of being courageous, speaking our truth, having on t- authenticity, feeling deserving and worthy of pursuing our goals and fulfilling our highest expression, right? So sometimes I kind of wonder, and I think I've heard you say this before, that uh-huh. if, we, if we all just had these really you know, easy lives where everything was coming so easily to us, you know, these charmed lives that sometimes people per- had this perception that I've lived, <laughs> yeah. that... Um, you know, I don't think we would necessarily be as interested in self-development mm-hmm. or be as interested. I mean, that's part of the reason why I do my best. And I don't think, I think everybody, you know, would be mm-hmm. wise to kind of hold a perception of non-judgment for others, because if we haven't walked in their shoes, we don't know what it's like to be them. Yeah. And Right. Yeah. It, it's really interesting because I was sitting here and I, I was reading your book again. I went through it again. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, every time I look at something, there's something new that I need to grab out of here mm-hmm. and and just and and, and just latch on to. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, I know what it was. It was on 231, day mm-hmm. 231. Uh, live with authenticity and speak your truth. Those who are not aligned with your virtues will fade from your life and your relationships will be rooted in mutual support and love. So I sent a tweet to Tony Robbins. Oh, I did. Tony Robbins, for those of you that are not like following the headlines of of (laughs) consciousness, just so you know, uh, all over the news, everywhere from about two days ago uh, was a video clip of a woman speaking out Mm -hmm. at one of his events. And boy, she was amazing. She stood up and she talked for about the women that are in the Me Too movement. And the reality, because his talk at that thing was, you know, let go of victimhood. And he had this big story Mm. about one of the, let's call it top 10 uh, men that have been listed Mm. as people that have been just completely abusive to women all their lives. And he was talking about him. And this one woman stood up 
and uh, and then what happened thereafter became vir- uh, went virtual. The video of what happened, and then he wrote um, an apology. He wrote an apology, and okay. when you look at his apology, you know you look at the fact that he apologized and he just. He lo- everything is all the respect for Tarana Burke and and yet his behavior doesn't match. So I sent him a little tweet okay. about what he says on his website. Yeah. And one of the things he says, and this is something that those of us that are in the public get called on on a regular basis. My listeners, honestly, if there is something I do and it is a little bit wacky, or it just doesn't align, right? Mm -hmm. Then what happens is that they will send me a great email and I will change it up Mm -hmm. uh, because I get to look. But when you go to somebody's website, and this is what's really in line with us today, uh, Mm. Me Too movement, all the movements. If actions and words don't align, we're speaking out. And this idea of to live with authenticity and speak with truth it's haunting people mm-hmm. because we are now learning how to do it. See, I love that you've included it in here. Yes. And it sounds so simple. It's not. It's no. not. It's a journey, no. isn't it? That one. It, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's another way in there that, that talks about you know, begin to, because that used to be me, that I used to be one of these people, gosh, I can remember back into my 20s, perhaps even early 30s, where I would be in a group discussion with people. And I was one of these people who I I wouldn't even share my opinion. If if somebody had an opinion that was different from mine, I wouldn't even share my, you know, differing opinion because I was that afraid of confrontation, of them not liking me or not being liked or what have you. So, you know, one of the ways in the book that that helped me, and of course now it's not a problem anymore, but originally uh, starting off, you know, we just have to take baby steps. So I know there's a lot of women out there, more specifically, it, ha- it tends to be more women, right, who have a problem speaking their truth and a problem speaking up. And we just swallow everything and, oh, it doesn't, it's not going to hurt that much. And I'll just do this or that, you know, for my beloved or for my friend or for my boss or for whoever, you know, and it's just, it's just stopping, stopping and taking a moment if somebody asks you to do something and just tell them you'll get back to them. Like you can't give them an answer right now, right? That's one thing. The other thing is to really just start speaking up for yourself, you know, in the little ways. And then it becomes so much easier when big situations happen that you really have to take a stand and have good boundaries and say no. So, I mean, I always say, you know, we want to be able to have our voice, our authenticity and our voice be powerful coming from our light, right? Not coming from that uh, sense Mm -hmm. of, of being disconnected from our source or being disconnected from the strength of who we are, but standing in that power. So having that courage and just beginning in the small ways, like, you know, can you do this for me? Um, No, I I don't have the time right now. No, I have to get back to you. Um, And then it becomes so much easier to do it, you know, in the big times when it, when it really matters. Yeah. I mean, part of this too, is when we look at the, you know, the book of light, what you've done, and by the way, we're going to give a couple copies of this. Uh, There's really a call to action here for people. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what the six primary daily practices are. What is it that you can do every day, day in, day out, just loving it, living it, and being it. 
Thanks to this book, Michaela Catherine Jones. Joining me here today, when we come back, I'm going to give you the website, and we have got copies of the book to give away. Uh, when we come back, I want to know if she's got a favorite today. She's got a favorite. I know I, I got a favorite. Mine is 247 because that's my archangel. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Are you, Are you searching? Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? That is the most familiar to your soul? In the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to. Someone God gave a blessing to. That you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net 1-800-323-1790 Defining success and putting minds to work. With the Higher Learners Career and Leadership Series, Rudy Racine will help you craft your personal definition of success, offering support and guidance as you move forward towards your goals. Take the leap. With the right mix of focus and motivation, anything can be achieved. Tune in every first and third Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 Eastern. And for more information on Rudy Racine and Higher Learners, visit Rudy's site at higherlearners.com. That's H-I-R-E learners.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in the first and third Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! That Benny, who who's it doing that song? Uh, that would be Christopher Cross. 
Oh, that's what I thought. Uh, yep. What happened to him? I come on. I don't know. He still makes great music, though. I still listen to it on regular. Oh, come on, Chris. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, everybody. Listen, the Book of Light, 30, 365 Ways to Bring Light into Your Life. Uh, Michaela, I got to ask you, please give out your website, and then we, we're going to give a copy of the book away. Oh, fun. So there is my name, which might be a little bit trickier to remember. It's M-I-K-A-E-L-A-J-O-N-E-S.com, or they can go to healingsoundbaths.com if that's easier to remember. Yeah, or you could go to Transformation Talk Radio. Just click on our face. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, let's talk about your favorites. Um, okay. I know that every time I, I have a book like this, this is my book that will sit on my desk, right? Mm-hmm. I have a few of them here. Mm-hmm. And I put pick the book up and I, I'm sorry, I don't go in day order. I, yeah. I don't know what that's about. I think it's my Sagittarian son. Um but and probably you're one, more right brain dominant too. It is. That is it. Too. Yep. Yep. Okay. Two forty seven. I love this one because I was told by the angel lady that mm. this is my archangel. Call Ooh. upon Archangel Uriel to illuminate your mind with information, wisdom, and insight. In meditation, call upon him by saying his name three times and imagine that he appears and surrounds you with his yellow light. Make sure to say thank you. And continue to see yourself surrounded by his yellow light for as long as you need to receive the information you need. I have to tell you that a number of years ago, I interviewed a woman, uh, Deborah Engel. Mm. And she wrote a book, The Only Little Prayer You Need. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about the book. But the takeaway from that is to say the words, thank you. And I said, say thank you to whatever that is you believe in. Whatever that power is that's not you. 70 times a day for 70 days. Mm. Tell me about the power of this particular uh, message in here that helps us stay in the light. Well, I think the more we can focus on, number one, knowing that there are helpers out there for us, right? So for me, one of my hugest graces when I was a child was feeling the energy of angels and also nature, going out into nature and spending time with trees and communing with trees and the sun and all of that sort of a thing. But most definitely, I felt like I had unseen angelic helpers supporting me and comforting me. And so I learned early on that there is that unseen presence of helpers in the form of angels that are there to guide us, to help us, to, you know, kind of hold our hands along the way of our journeys. And the more everything I've learned from my connection with the angels and my angel guides and working with angels is that the more we can Every day, it doesn't mean like you can be having a really bad day. You need to express your feelings. That This is not about spiritual bypassing, right? Mm-hmm. So right. being in gratitude is not about spiritual bypassing. We do need to be with where we're at, accept where we're at, and feel our feelings and express them, whether that's hitting a pillow or crying. And if, you know, when I was younger, I, I, had, to ha- I had a hard time crying. I was so kind of repressed in my feelings mm. that I would listen to the cello or I would listen to different pieces of music or go see a movie that would make me cry. And then I would just cry for hours about everything. <laughs> so being in gratitude, this particular one, 247, with Archangel Uriel, 
is going to, when we can be in gratitude, is when we receive more of the downloads of information of guidance for our next steps. Mm -hmm. So if we're having a really hard time, if we're feeling stuck or confused, you know, sure, okay to feel those things for a bit. And then, you know, as other ways in the book, just shake it off and get yourself grounded and centered and think about things that are going well in your life. We all have something to be grateful for, many, many things to be grateful for when we look. And being in that energy of gratitude, especially with Archangel Uriel, is and asking questions is going to give us the information to take those next steps on our journeys that we need to living our fulfillment. So well, it's very important. It's very important. And, you know, unless you live under a rock, uh, and I purposely don't watch the news, but mm-hmm. I'm very plugged into media, right? Yes. Uh, because of the nature of what I do. Yes. So, and I get emails from our listeners and they're asked, they ask questions, you know, what would you yeah. do? How are you handling this? What are you thinking yeah. about this? What should we do about this? Are you part of this movement? Will you be marching here? I mean, I love our listeners and every yeah. email I get from you guys at info at the com, I reply to. Mm. Now, now let's do this. I'd love to give away a copy of this book. The Book of yes. Light, 365 Ways to Bring Light into Your Life. When you call in to get your book, please pick a number from 1 to 365 and tell Benny what it is. Uh, or you can send me or, or go to the Transformation Talk Radio and just type it in on Ask Your Question. But 1-800-930-2819. Pick a number and uh, let's go ahead and uh, read that. Nice. Uh, you. But also we'll give you a copy of the book. The Book of Light. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about your vision and your mission and this particular book. But mm. the confusion we have, I think, sometimes is that just because, listen, we have been deemed a number one positive talk show and the only fully positive talk network with multiple mm. venues on the planet. Now, I don't make that up because all I do is show up every day. <laughs> but it's a big set of underwear to fill. I'm yes. just telling you. Those are some big girl panties right yeah. there, as my mom used to say. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get bleeped on this. But they are big. And, yes. you know, somebody emailed that to me about a week ago. And, um, and I just thought, oh, my God, are we doing a good enough job? Mm. You know, what else can we do? Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that I came to is this, and this is what I want you to comment about. Yeah. Sometimes we think that we as light workers don't have to take any action about things in the world. Mm. That's a misconception. Mm-hmm. You know, the generation of light workers that I'm talking about, all of us, all y'all listening to the show right now, we are people of action. Mm-hmm. Action. We are people of action. We are humble people of action. Yes. That's why Mark Zuckerberg's personal value went up by $3 billion yesterday. Because even though Facebook messed up, he humbly said, I'm sorry. Right. I want to ask you this question. What doorways, what doorways will being in the light, practicing what you've put in here, what doorways will these open for people? 
Oh, gosh. If a person is regularly practicing the ways in the book, which essentially the ways in the book can be divided between ways to help you increase your intuition, which is of paramount importance. You're going to save yourself a lot of time if you begin to have a relationship with yourself and your inner voice and your inner wisdom. Um, that's one. Uh, the other thing is releasing stress because when we start going after our goals, whatever that might be, whether that's from raising healthy children to writing a book, to starting a nonprofit organization, to organizing or participating in rallies and marches and all of these things, all of these things create stress. So stress can be negative or positive. When you, when you, people, when they're getting married, there's a certain level of stress that's added because they have to plan a wedding and all of this stuff. So every day, our energetic system, we need to kind of empty the cup, if you will. So there's ways in there about releasing stress, toning, which is using sacred vowel sound with our voices is one of my favorite ones. Um, but there's lots of books, there's lots of ways in the book um, around that. And then also, um, you know, as I was saying earlier about connecting with our source of joy and doing something you love, even if it's just going outside and taking some deep breaths and turning your face to the sun and really consciously taking some moments to recalibrate with your divinity, with that inner light, and not just be focused on the pings and dings of your computer and your cell phone and your all of the different, you know, tablets and whatnot that we have. So, and then the other thing that um, I have quite a few different meditations and visualizations are, are, are engaging in possibility, right? Like you and I were all about possibility and what are the possibilities here? So taking a few minutes in visualization and imagining yourself living the life you want, or I do um, in my sound healing concerts, I do a lot of future self. So it's imagining mm -hmm. that you're your future self. What are the qualities of your future self? And imagining seeing yourself in various situations where you're living as your future self, the, the you that you really want to be in this life, courageous, self-expressed, compassionate, whatever those might be for you. And then in your daily life, every day asking yourself, okay, how can I live with more of this or that, A, B, or C? So all of these ways, if you a person practices these ways, number one, they're going to just have a simply much more fulfilling life. I mean, I was definitely on the trajectory of being very unfulfilled, living, I would say, a small without a voice. Um, you know, growing up, my mother used to always say to me, uh, you need to find your voice. I used to talk under my, my breath a lot. And she'd say, you need to find your voice. And so I've gone from that to, you know, having two books out, reaching thousands and thousands of people, receiving tons of emails over the years of how the book has helped them, you know, really having my voice. And then also in... Um, with my uh, sound healing group, uh, the sound healing meditation group that I co-created with my dear friend Viola Rose down here in Portland, Oregon, we do sound baths uh, oh, four or yeah. five a month. Yeah, and yeah. so in those, I'm also like speaking in front of, you know, anywhere thirty to sixty people regularly. So I have completely transformed the trajectory of my life. And you know, had I not been practicing the ways in this book, so basically, for a person practicing these ways, they're going to. Um, be living their best self, living their most fulfilling life, and you know, and really giving their contributions to the world, whether that's a particular talent or whether that is a, just an energy of living in their hearts. They're going to be mm -hmm. a contribution no matter what. Yeah, it's not about uh, like yeah. Oh yeah, I, that's it. That's what I love to say. You know, let's one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. And yes, Benny, we are giving away copies of the book, but we're also taking callers, and they're going to pick a number, and we're going to give them a blessing, 
or <laughs> maybe a little tip or something from the book. Um, listen, I know what it's like to be depressed in life. Mm. You know, I think the reason I'm so upbeat and optimistic, Linda's been my best friend for a really long time. Mm. And she said, you know, even with that face you used to have, uh, <laughs> right? I'm actually going to post my, my table tennis picture of what that face looked like for those of you guys out there. It's like really a face only a mother could love. But uh, <laughs> even with a face like that, right, back when I was in my 20s playing, my coach is in the picture. Mm-hmm. Even then, she says, you were optimistic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I love about this, what you and I are talking about? I'm mm-hmm. still like that. So if Pollyanna pa- Patty, Pollyanna <laughs> Patty, it is like the thing that that people want to say. Benny calls me pistol pack and patty, so Ooh, there's nice. that. Um, whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah, it's all about how we get to show up. Now let's go to the phones, Mister Benny. I know you're busy, but I know we got somebody that wants us to pick something from this fabulous book. We do have Michaela calling in from Federal Way. Hello, Michaela. Hey, Michaela. Hi, I'm here. Hello. Hey. Pick a number from 1 to 365. Okay, 244, please. Okay, hang on. I'm getting it. (laughs) I'm almost there. Almost there. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Oh, this this is so funny. Yes. We talked about this. So here, Michaela, this is yours to do. You ready? Yes. Smile for a minute for an entire 60 seconds. This is fun to experiment with when you're feeling sad, angry, or frustrated, or if you're in traffic like on the 405 or I-5 right now. Um, The book doesn't say that, but I'm just saying. Okay. Smiling for an entire minute will cue your subconscious that there are things to be happy about. Smile for a minute. Smile a while. (laughs) Wow. So, Michaela, meet Michaela. Yes, Fascinating. I find this fascinating that the first book's going to another Michaela. Hello, Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much. I know. What are what anything else you might need help with? Um, no, well, I'm looking forward to the book. Um, I was interested in this sound bath that she's talking about. Um Ooh. could I tell me more about that? Yeah, tell us about that. Sure. Well, so I'm in Portland, Oregon. Are you in Europe? So you're up near Seattle, right? That's just a train ride away. Okay, fabulous. Well, so I studied with uh, Jonathan Goldman a couple years ago. He's one of my primary uh, teachers that I've studied sound healing with. And so one of the gals who was at the training with me, um, Irene Inglis, she has a, a, a sound healing temple called the Seattle Sound Temple. Um, up there in Seattle, and she does sound baths regularly. But yes, if you're ever down in Portland, Oregon, uh, the group that I co-created with my friend Viola that I was telling you guys about, it's called Portland Sound Sanctuary. And we do three sound baths a month. We do a cacao ceremony sound bath a month. It's always on the first Saturday of the month. But sound baths, if you can find a sound bath live, that would be ideal. But even I would recommend people just going on YouTube, first just Google sound baths in your area because they're popping up more and more. Sound healing, which is a very ancient 
healing technique going back yeah. to, you know, ancient, ancient is really uh, receiving a lot more prominence than a comeback like yoga is. So it's becoming almost as popular as yoga and I'm sure it will eventually. But going and getting a sound bath where you just lie down and they'll play like crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, didgeridoo, hand pans, gongs, all of these different sacred sound healing instruments, Michaela, just take your body into this such deeply relaxed place. It's it's like difficult for the mind to continue its chatter. In fact, um, one of the descriptions I heard for sound bass that is the lazy man's meditation. Mm. No, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's for me, lazy man and woman. Right, lazy that, man that's and for woman me. meditation. That's for me. But, you know, also, can we give people your website? Because you uh, there's a video of you that I was just playing. Yes. that I had to turn off because I think the sound was going over the um, airwaves. Um, but give out your website because right on the website, um, you yeah. demonstrate what this is or at yes. least demonstrate sound healing, right? Yes, yes. So portlandsoundsanctuary.com is our website and we do travel. Uh, so we do private events, we do birthday mm. parties, we do all sorts of different things where we will come and bring all of our instruments to you and your private parties. Um, but yes, even so checking out our website, you can see an example of a sound bath there. So as I was trained, there's a particular order that you play instruments in. But basically, the idea is that we are like musical instruments. And just mm -hmm. as musical instruments can become out of tune, we, no doubt, not no surprise, can become out of tune with our higher selves from the stressors of life. So sound baths are a very powerful but gentle way to bring our bodies and our minds and spirits back into alignment. Yeah, I love this. I saw on here that you say uh, that we could gift a private sound healing sound bath for somebody for mm -hmm. a wedding gift. And our Miss Jessica is getting married, so I'm going to give her that. I've been oh, thinking... Fabulous. I've been thinking, what the heck am I going to give her, right? <laughs> and now it's like, oh, this is so perfect. Oh, that would be wonderful. We I would know. Love you. Well, thank you, Michaela, for calling in. Thank you so much. I think Benny's got your thank information. You. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Michaela. Um, I want to yeah. just ask a question, though. The sound bath, you know, Michaela, or do we have both Michaela's, Benny, or did the uh, Michaela? Both so. should be there. Uh, what was it about the sound bath that got your attention, Michaela, our fabulous listener? <laughs> what got my attention was that I have been, um, I've purchased a singing bowl recently and I've been mm -hmm. singing mantras, but with no mm -hmm. training, just kind of primordial sounds coming out of me. <laughs> so nice. I've been attracted to maybe what what's calling that out of me and I would love to explore how sounds are feeling like that. Beautiful. Mm. Can, can I address that a little bit, Pat? Yes, please. So I encourage you, Michaela, to keep that up. I mean, first of all, crystal bowls are beautiful because crystal bowls, um, our bodies have silica. In every cell of our body, we have silica. And the crystal bowls, the quartz crystal bowls, are made out of partially silica. So when you're playing a crystal bowl, your, your body is becoming into resonance with the purity and the clarity of the vibration of the crystal bowl. So number one, highly recommend you continuing to do that every day, just in terms of getting yourself clear and doing all of these things we were talking about from the Book of Light. Number two, there's a lot of ways about toning in the Book of Light, which you are going to love. So I highly encourage you to keep that up of sounding or toning or just allowing these sounds to come out of you that want to come out of you while you're playing the crystal bowl. Um, with toning, uh, Jonathan Goldman, as one of my teachers, uh, what I was uh, sharing with earlier is that 
is toning is just using sound voice vibration. It's not about sounding pretty. It's just about feeling the vibration of your voice and also setting an intention. So when you're playing your crystal ball, set an intention. What is your intention for yourself when you're doing the sounding and when you're playing the crystal ball? What is your intention? Is it to clear? Is it to release? Is it to receive a particular way of being? So I would recommend focusing on that. Also, uh, toning is really powerful because toning is the best description I've ever heard of it is that it is the uh, really most gentle and easiest way without us getting into our stories of our uh, past and what have you, of releasing anything and everything that prevents us from living our divine perfect patterning. So just as an acorn has the divine perfect patterning to grow up and become this beautiful, mighty oak tree, so too do we each have a divine perfect patterning whatever that expression is. And toning, using the voice, the sounding as you're doing is a really powerful and fun way, as you've probably noticed, to just start beginning releasing those confines around us that are preventing us from living whatever that divine perfect patterning is. So yeah, kudos to you. Definitely keep that up. Um, You can check out the Seattle Sound Temple for my friend up there. And uh, maybe we'll come up there or come down and come to one of our sound baths and come say hi. Yeah, and there's information here. If you go to Portland Sound Sanctuary, there's also information here on both Michaela and Viola both. And yeah. you'll be able to meet both of them. Um, yeah. I, I just I just want to just absolutely get that skin art that Viola has. I would love to get that one that she's mm. got on her right arm right there. Mm. So just tell her I'm coming after her for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michaela. Thanks for, for calling in. Um, listen, I know we got about a couple of minutes left. Again, tell people how they can get their own copy of the book and please share your website again. And then one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Mm. Okay. So ways of contacting me for the book. Um, yeah. Probably easiest to go through my website to click on the links there that'll take you directly to Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, IndieBound. Um, it's on a lot of metaphysical bookstores across the country as well. I'm sure it's probably at East West Bookshop up in Seattle and mm-hmm. various other ones up there. Um, but the website is M-I-K-A-E-L-A-J-O-N-E-S.com, MichaelaJones.com. Uh, they'll also get there with HealingSoundBaths.com. That'll take you to the same, same website and go to the inspirational books page. Um, And then in terms of my message, gosh, my message would just be that to remember that you are not just your physical self, that you are a spiritual being having a physical experience. You're on this amazing journey. And to know that you're worthy, know that you deserve to do what you love and what excites you and just follow the breadcrumb trail of delight every day, doing something that lights you up and knowing that you're worthy, speaking your truth, having that courage. The more you do it, it gets easier and easier. And before you know it, you'll, you'll actually see like, wow, I'm living, I'm not just surviving, I am thriving. I am living this amazing life, doing what I love, surrounded by people whose values are in alignment with mine because I've been speaking my truth. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of that. I know it's like a rocking thing. Thank you so much and much success to you. A fabulous book as, as usual. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. So much fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, and just a little message I want to leave you guys with is, you know, from the book, it's this one, 223. You are a spiritual being of light, having a physical experience. Your life is part of your eternal journey. Breathe this awareness into your body, the temple of your soul, the embodiment of life. 
The preceding audio was via a Skype call.